All right, and I'm back. <laughs> it's Wednesday. You know what Wednesday is? Hump day. Uh, I'm going to start this out with a shout out. And I don't know if y'all listened to my last couple podcasts or the last one. I was I was a little upset about the sponsorship, you know, the sponsors. I think I was, I you know... I guess I didn't read the fine print. I don't know. I had visions of grandeur. Bing! That's a big word. Grandeur. Don't know what that means. But anyway, um, I thought I was going to, you know, people were going to listen. I was going to get a million listeners. And then I was going to get 2 million, then 10 million, then 100 million. You know how it goes. But for this everyday, ordinary, average Joe, (laughs) seems I got about like um, three, which is cool. Thanks to my nephews. Appreciate it. Coworkers. Nah, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I'm in the double digits. I got about, you know, 12. But <laughs> anyway, man, I got to give a shout out to my man Brad and his girl Brandy. Because, you know, I was crying. Business. <laughs> I'm not going to get paid. I don't got no sponsors. <laughs> Poor JoJo. Anyway, Brad come into work today. And he's like, man, listen, I got something for you, Joe. I said, what do you mean? What do you, you got something for me? What do you mean? What's up? He's like, I had some old Milwaukee's in the refrigerator. And Brandy said, yo, box these up and give them to Joe. So, ha-ha, sponsors and suckers. Your everyday, ordinary, average Joe got paid today for doing his show with a box of old Milwaukee. Brandy, Brad, you guys rule. That's a shout-out to both of you. All right. Now I have to move forward. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. This is for you, Brandy, Brad. Yep, there goes one of them Joe Milwaukee's. Anyways, it's Wednesday. You know, I worked hard for the past two days. Today, not so hard. No, I I worked hard today too, just in case anybody I'm working with is listening. I work hard every day at my Joe job. Um, Lost my train of thought for a minute. Yeah, Wednesday. It's uh, middle of the week and um, I'm doing pretty good. Week's gone pretty good. Um, Weather's been a little rough up here. A lot of rain, you know. Saying this rain's coming from Hurricane Fred. And, you know, I got a problem with that, man. Come on. These, these newscasters, I, I don't know how much you get paid. And the weather, fa- weather casters, weather forecasters, all these people on the news, I, I got to assume they're making pretty good money. And that's all you can come up with? Hurricane Fred? Why don't you work on a little something like, look, look at it. Put a little spin on it. How about Hurricane Francis? Hurricane Federico, Hurricane Freder, Frederincini. You know, put a little spin on it, man. Hurricane Fred. Uh, no offense to all you Freds out there, but I think you newscasters do a little bit better, man. Why don't you work on that? You know? I'm uh, looking at my backyard, man. It's got two mushrooms growing out here. That's how much rain's out here. I got mushrooms growing in my backyard, right in the middle of my lawn. I don't know if I should go try to eat one, but. Nah, that's, I'm not doing that. That's crazy, man. So, anyway, I'm going to do a spot on animals. I know you guys have heard of my cat stories and all that stuff. but And I know, you know, you heard I got another one. Now I got three cats. I'm outnumbered. I told you that. But I was talking to a, a lesbian friend of mine and telling her, explaining her the situation about whether I'm a cat guy or, or not, you know. And she looked at me plain as day, and she said, Joe, you are not a cat guy. 
you are a lesbian. And I said, what? You're crazy. And she said, no, you're a lesbian. I said, well, what do you mean by that? She said, hear me out. You know, you're with a woman, you're married, you have a wife. And you have more than one cat. So if you have more than one cat and you like women, you're a lesbian. So I guess I'm not a cat guy. I'm just going to I'm just going to say I'm a lesbian. And moving forward off that, um, I got to slow down by talking, try to make this last longer. I think sometimes I talk a little fast because I like talking, but I'm going to slow it down and I'm going to say I got to give props to my wife because I got fact check on my Vegas story. Come to find out. I don't know if that screen door story was true. Because I played it for her and she said, she looked at me like I was crazy, man. She says, what the hell are you talking about? That never happened. And I'm like, well, honey, in my mind it did. You know? So I don't know. I mean, I told you in the beginning, I am a storyteller. And uh, some of my stories may be true. Some of them may be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A little bit... um, exaggerated using slight hyperbole bing that's for you Marianne that's a big word hyperbole bing anyways my wife called me out on that I don't know if it was true in my mind it was I still think I kicked that screen door's ass but I'm not sure so (sighs) moving forward today was a good day you know what any day you wake up on the right side of the dirt it is a good day And remember to try and help somebody out and do something for someone. That's why I'm sitting out here on my back deck, not getting rained on, uh, looking at the sky, looking at the beautiful things around me, enjoying the beautiful weather of upstate New York. I'm in like a three-second rain delay because I never know when it's going to come down. But either way, life is good for this everyday, ordinary, average Joe. And I'm going to move on. (coughs) Excuse me, I'm sorry. My next subject... And we, um, if you've listened to my previous podcast, you've heard them. And um, you, well, <laughs> I don't know if you heard them. I really don't care if you do. You know my story, man. If you're listening, great. If you're not, great. Okay. Um, you know I had to put up a ceiling fan for my wife on Sunday, my day of rest. I got to let that go. You know what? Every ordinary average Joe needs to learn how to let it go. Oh, man, that was good. I'm a poet and don't know it. <laughs> I make a rhyme every time. What the hell might as well? <laughs> I slay myself. Okay. So, the ceiling fan I put up, right? And I don't know if I told you people, um, it was remote control. And I said, man, dang, I, you know, I seen the problem already. Because I come home, I'm tired, I kick my feet up, I want to watch TV. I sit down, the TV's right there. I got, you know, sometimes I get a Joe Milwaukee, sometimes I just relax it. I look around, and all of a sudden, I can't find the damn remote. And, you know, it doesn't, I'm not panicking yet. I look here, I look there, I look here, I look there. I can't find the damn thing. Now I'm starting to, now, now I'm not even panicking. I'm like, I'm getting ticked off. I'm starting to get angry. And I look, I look under the couch, I look above this, and before I know it, you said, you know what? Screw it. I'm not going to watch the damn TV. I'm going to read a book. I don't even watch the TV screw up. I don't care. But I saw the problems with the fan being having a remote. I come home the other night, 
the fans whipping around. It's pitch black. I flip on the light switch. Oh, lo and behold, the light switch is already on. So I can't turn the damn light on in the living room because the light switch is already on. I gotta find the remote. Not only do I gotta find the remote, I gotta find the remote in the dark. You know what I did? I went to bed. Screw it. I just I found I found the hall light switch, flipped it on, and <laughs> lo and behold, the light came on. Oh, epiphany. Bing. I think I used that before. Um, but you know when you flip the light switch on, the light comes on. It's great. When you gotta try to find a remote to turn the light on, that sucks. Especially if you're doing it in the dark. Yeah. If that's the worst that's going to happen to me, I consider myself blessed. And I'm going to move forward to, you know what? I got to tell you something. I don't, I've been, I, I've been saying my backward lyrics game, my backward lyrics story. I'm an idiot. It's my opposite lyrics story. My opposite lyrics game. Opposites. And you know what happened? I'm saying backwards. And I thought to myself, oh my God, how many times have I told these people backward lyrics? And I'm, they're not backward, they're opposite. So, my opposite lyric of the day, I'm gonna give you two. One of them goes like this. Give up off that, and I'll say, oh, I should have just said it because that was pretty easy. I mean, whatever. I, I'm not gonna sing it, I'm just gonna say it. And the other one is Gentleman's Day. And they're both by the same band, uh, hope you enjoy it, and um, if you get them, play them songs, man. They're good songs, man. You'll rock out to them. I do, anyways. Uh, moving forward. Um, it's time for a story from my past. Now, Brad told me his girl Brandy likes stories from my old jobs. So, seeing how you guys paid me my first official paycheck from this show, a box of Joe Milwaukee, which by the way, to me, is better than an ounce of gold or better than a hundred bucks. I don't care. It's like, you know, it was the gift, you know, that keeps on giving until the beer's gone. Then you return the cans and you get a little bit more money back for it. So I guess it does keep on giving. And then you go buy more beer and you turn the cans and yeah, it's like a circle, man. The circle of life. Anyway. I'm going to move forward, and I'm going to tell you a story. Um, I'm just thinking, what, what story of what job should I tell you? I'm going to go back to my days at Sears, Sears Roebuck, man, because I, I had a lot of good stories, a lot of good memories there. Plus, I think they're closed, and they can't come back on me on this. So, A <laughs> um, couple of them. Uh, first one... Um, this guy, this guy Doug I used to work with. I can't, I'm not gonna use last names like I said, but you know, they, they were big on keeping this stuff clean back there, man. He always had to clean the floors. And this guy with Jim was always washing the floors. And it, there was soap and water, stuff all over the floors, man. And um, it was like, you know, I mean, it was dangerous sometimes that garage, it's slippery, you know? I mean, it's, I worked in the automotive center Sears, I should say that, I worked in the auto center, so. It was slippery, it was slipping, sliding, and uh, you know, my man Doug just put some tires on a car and he's backing it out. You know, he's backing the car out. And I see him, man. He hits the brake. I see the panic in his face, man. He, he like, missed the brake. Or, oh, he missed the brake. It slipped his fuck. He hit the gas. Boom! He hit the tire rack that was there. And they used to have a tire rack that had, like, discontinued tires and stuff like that. 
And I was like, oh, man. I see the tire, I see the tire wreck wobbling. And it's like coming forward, then it drives back. Coming forward, drives back. I'm like, oh. And then all of a sudden, man, do, 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 do. all the tires came off the rack, man, on top of the car. Bang, 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 bang. Man, that dude who had the car, he could see it. He saw what was going on. Let's just put it this way. He wasn't really happy with what happened. And thank God I wasn't the service manager. I was just service writer. So I was like, oh, sorry, sir. My manager's right over there. <laughs> you can talk to him. Thank you very much. Um, that was a short story. But I'll move on to another one. Uh, Sears Roebuck when I worked in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. I worked. used to live in Manchester, New Hampshire. Do you know that they call a six-pack of beer a rack out there? Yo, Joey, go to the store and give me a rack of beer. I'd be like, yeah, man. Yo, you buy it, I'm flying. I'll get you your rack of beer. We call it six-pack in regular land, but, you know, it's called a rack. Call what the hell you want. As long as you buy them, I'm good with that. But anyway, I was in New Hampshire, and a uh, young girl brought her car in. And um, the head gasket had blown on it. And at Sears, we did basically tires and, you know, shocks, mufflers, stuff like that. We didn't really do big work. And um, she was a young girl. She was a nurse, and, um, you know, I felt bad for her. She, you know, she was almost in tears. She's like, you know, I don't have anybody out here, you know. You know, my father, he, he you know, he was out here visiting and he left and uh, he went back home and I've got no one here. And I said, listen, don't you worry about it. You know, another damsel in distress. I said, man, Joe, service writer to the rescue. Well, by then I was, a, I'm sorry, by then I was assistant manager. So I had some decisions to make. And I'm like, I'm going to decide we can work on that car. I said, I, I talked to my one of my texts there, Tommy, can you, uh, can you fix this car? Oh, yeah, no problem, Joey. We'll, we'll rip that head off, put a new head on, no problem. I says, all right. So we start working on the car, you know. And, you know, I mean, the job takes a long time because we don't normally do this stuff. So three, four days into it, man, Tommy comes up to me and says, Joey, man, he said, I, I, I don't know what's wrong with that car, man. It's like got dirty diapers in this stuff, man. It's about, I, can't, I can't work on it, man. It's, it's dirty diapers. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, this guy Roger comes over to me and goes, oh, Joe, man, you have to talk about this car, man. I can't, I'm, I'm next to it, man. I can't, I can't stand the smell. I'm saying, but come on, really? Is it that bad, man? So I walk over to it. I said, oh, my Lord, man, dead body smell. I'm like, man. So I call the girl up, and I'm like, you know, uh, listen, um, do you leave anything in your car by any chance? Um, they, you know, I mean, there's really foul odor coming from your car. You know, I mean, it's maybe something spoiled in there or something. She's like, no, no, no. I'm like, all right, you know, and I'm looking, man, and the next day, man, this dude's got like 25 green freaking trees. You know them, them green, them, um, uh, the odor, the odor, the, the uh, odor things you hang from your windshield, uh, the car fresheners. He got like 25 car fresheners hanging from the rear view mirror. I'm like, dude, and it still stinks, man. I'm like, man, it didn't even cover it up. I'm like, man, I don't know what's going on with this car, man, but we're gonna have to push it outside and work on it pretty soon. So the next day, the girl calls me up. She says, you're gonna, I'm, I'm really sorry. I says, what, what's going on? She says, uh, my dad, you know, before he left, uh, he put a turkey in my trunk. And I'm like, oh my God, this car's been inside for like almost a week and a half now. And I'm like, man, I don't even wanna open that trunk, man, so. I got, you know, I said, man, I think I found our problem, guys, man. I pulled my shirt up. I put three masks on. I had three masks I popped the trunk, man. There's a bag there, man. And the bag is moving. True story. 
bag is moving. It is a bag with a turkey in it full of maggots. I run this thing, maggot trail, all the way down the shop, man. Boom, launch it in the dumpster, man. I was like, Psh. We had Lysol, we had spray, we had them little, I told them, the, the pine tree car fresheners. It took us a day and a half to get that odor out of the shop, but, oh man, Lord, that was a funny story. To your everyday, ordinary, average Joe, man. I'll tell you what, we got the girl on the road, she was happy as pie. Her father and herself apologized for the dead turkey in the back of the truck. I thought it was a nice gesture, man. He just wanted her, his daughter to have a turkey for Thanksgiving. But uh, maybe someone should have let us know that that turkey was in the trunk, you know, I mean, before it stayed inside for a week and a half. That's all I got to say. But um, I don't know. I gave my backward lyrics. I'm talking. I just, you know, oh, 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 oh. I'm going to go back on the animal stories because this is a good one. So one of the guys I work with today comes in and his dog just had puppies. I don't know. It's a Maltese falcon or Maltese puppy or whatever the hell it's called, man. I, I don't, I can't understand how people get like thousands of dollars for a puppy. It's a dog, people. You know what I'm saying? Pet it, sag, give it food. You're going to pay $1,000 for something you got to pay $5,000 for to support the rest of its life. I don't get it. Anyway, I'm moving on. Um, his dog had puppies. And they're cute. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I'm, I, ain't, I ain't an animal hater. I like dogs. I like cats. Eh, sometimes I like cats. I, I don't know. But anyway. Um, his dog, he, one of my co-workers says, what's your dog's name? He says, Jenny. I says, hey, man, my mom's name was Jenny. Well, her name was Virginia, but her nickname was Jenny. And I look over my other co-worker. I said, wait a minute, isn't your dog's name Jim? I said, it is Jenny and Jim. I said, why don't you two get your dogs together, man? I'll tell you what, I had 13 brothers and sisters, man. You guys have a lot of kids. And my, the one guy who owns Jim says, don't even look at me. Don't go there, man. I said, what are you talking about? I said, oh, no, you didn't. I said, you had Jim Neuter, didn't you? He said, yep. And he said, that Jim had the cutest little dog balls. And I said, whoa, 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 what? And squeeze me? He said, yeah, he had the cutest little balls, man. And then we went out and got him neutered. He didn't have no balls no more. I said, damn, here it is Wednesday in the morning. I'm talking about dog balls at work. I said, come on, man, let's move on to something. I just thought it was sort of funny. I digress. I don't think it's funny about, you know, getting them clipped off, but I mean, that's, I don't know if there's any other ordinary average Joes out there, man, but that was a pretty funky conversation for a Wednesday morning. You know what I'm saying? This is what I work with, but you know, I love it. That's part of life. You know, I mean, I, I've, I, I was, I, it got me laughing pretty good. I'll tell you that right now. It got me laughing pretty good. And while I'm on the animal stories, I gave you a little story about baby Jig the other night. I don't even remember what night it was. I'm sleeping. And I, 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 felt, I felt like a wasp stung my, the tip of my nose. Just, a, just one bing. And I thought I was dreaming. And I woke up and I was like, and there's baby G right by my head. I said, you little, ugh, and I shoved her out. I'm not going to lie. I shoved her out of my bed. I said, Give it, what the hell are you doing, man? And it wasn't a bee sting. It was a baby G sting. That's what I'm talking about. She put the one claw on my nose. I was right on the end of my nose. But. I looked up. I, I didn't even look up. <laughs> be honest with you, I was too lazy. I said, I'm, I'm, if I'm bleeding, I'm just going to bleed all over the sheets, man. I'm just going to go to bed. I'll wake up and see you in the morning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how that happens sometimes. But anyway, uh, I, you know what? I love talking. Yep. If you ain't figured that one out yet. I love talking. I love shooting out the stories, man. Your everyday, ordinary, average Joe. Um, I, I, I think you might come to realize how... Uh, 
uh, sometimes uh, it's not ordinary with me, and sometimes it's not average, you know. Some of these things just playing out downright um, what the heck stories, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's been a good night, been a good day, had fun, survived another one. Um, hopefully going to get a couple bucks and try to go play a quick picks with the lotto, you know, maybe hit that up. But I was a little butthurt, you know, about the, the whole sponsor thing. And I said, you know what, I'm just not going to do this anymore. And then I remember why I want to do it, because I'm trying to make people laugh, trying to make people have a good time. And that's why you'll see, I'll try not to talk about news or politics on this show, because we don't need that. We got enough of that stuff, man. Let's talk about our everyday life and the funny things that happen to us in our everyday life. That's what I'm going to try to continue to do. I want to thank you all for listening again. Um, I'm going to sign off my patented sign-off. It's called State of the Right, unless you're passing someone. God bless.